0: So it's that time of year, we're going to take you back to 2021 and the origins of Halloween with Cross the Line 1524.
1: You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast.
0: We're locked. Right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bishop, Jeff Montag, Reuben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stenger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. Oh, guys, how's it going? Good.
1: How Great. are
0: you? Good. Oh, man, I tell you, we we uh, Benjamin's here tonight for sure. Had some issues with the soundboard.
2: We'll call it Benjamin. We'll
0: call it Benjamin. That's right. Lights, That's right. ball theme. Exactly. Lights,
1: balls, like fists <laughs> slamming. <What?
0: laughs> hey, cat ball
1: went off. Cat ball ball on its went off. Right by you, Reuben, so he's sitting on the end of the bar. Yeah. So he better so, be quiet.
0: We're across the line 1524, and re- we are recording at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, a little speakeasy Outside of Brookville, Indiana. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. We're the 15 side.
3: Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we are the 24 side.
0: And our special guest...
3: Mike Gardner. And I'm 24 as well. We're outnumbered tonight, Alan. He's on the good side.
0: I'm on the good side. But
3: you got (laughs) control of the button, so...
1: (laughs) Uh, I'm doing some
0: adjusting there. It's amazing when you do a sound check. Everybody has a certain voice when they do a sound check, but when they start talking, it's totally different. So... Reuben I'll go. Check one two. Check one two. <laughs> and he'll talk like this. <laughs> Mike on the other hand was real loud during the sound check. Then it's like he's nervous I'm now. I'm, I'm nervous. Real nervous I get excited
2: when we get away,
0: right. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. So you guys had did you guys all have a good week? Great
1: week. Great week at the
0: shop.
4: Busy. Funk, funky week. It was a funky couple weeks, but it's
0: You're about you're looking yeah, over the
4: horizon now. Yeah. Good I'm week. Not take not a little bad. Time off.
2: Yes. Jeff Jeff's got something exciting going on this week,
4: right? Yeah, Jeff? we talked about it last uh, last podcast yeah. too, yeah. but yeah, heading out to Oregon for awesome. my so
0: wedding. that'll be we got another podcast log. So he'll be home by time this one comes out. Yeah, so yeah. it's all good. Mike, how about you?
3: Well, I had an inter- interesting couple of weeks. Uh, this week was busy at work. Last week was uh, a COVID week.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> nice.
3: Uh, I got a vacation.
0: There you go. <laughs> Uh, well, it yeah, a lot the, of cocoa melon. <coughs> Is that the first
2: first time around or second time around you had it? Is that your first, first time you
3: actually... First time I... Well, uh, third time I've been exposed to COVID. Okay. Uh, I didn't catch it, but I was exposed to somebody in my family that had it. Okay. So you were
4: quarantining.
3: I was quarantining, yes. I was being responsible.
0: Forced vacation. <laughs> yeah, in fact, vacation. he was scheduled to be on the podcast last right. week with Tony and... I didn't. He texts and he goes, "Hey, waiting on test results back." <laughs> then Kinda. he's like, "Hey, if it comes back clear, I'll see old man's breakfast." <laughs> well, we didn't see him at old man's breakfast.
3: At seven fifteen, I got him Saturday oh, morning. Oh, there you like, go. <laughs> I guess yeah. I'd go down, but I missed old man's breakfast last Saturday. That was actually. All yeah, fun. we yeah. noticed.
0: What noticed. the
1: heck? You noticed. had the time yeah. to take up the slack for me and Jeff, and then you don't go. Jeez. Trust me, if you knew. What I, I was, even
0: walked in there and said, "Hey, Ruben's going to be here. We need to keep place." 7 uh, 7 15 I got a
2: and a business deal I had to go deal with, and it wasn't good on a Saturday morning.
0: Well, that's so. why but, you eat breakfast at Old man BFW first, <laughs> Old Man's Breakfast. Makes everything first. better. It it makes, right. Makes that's, ever that's right. That's right. So, as usual, we're doing a taste test, and Mr. Gardner brought us over a bottle of, before we get going, we tasted Blackened before. Yes. Which is the uh, mash-up between Metallica and Dave Pickerel. That's how it all got started, but if you've noticed and it may be because i look at bourbon a lot and talk about bourbon a lot but on my facebook when i'm on there i've been getting these ads for this new blackened
1: i haven't seen this ad. yeah you talked about it so. yeah
0: so and 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 mike goes oh I, I got blackened. i'll take care of that in my mind i'm thinking well it's not this because it's there's two different blackens there's right. a blackened that um the blended the blended Blended rye that we looked at and then there's this new in it. And if you look up what the suggested retail price on it is on it, you're gonna go.
4: <laughs>
0: Mike walks through the door with the black and willet. Uh, there's a new series, it's a, a the American series coming out with with Metallica and Willet. Um, and here it is. We also have a playlist. Can you imagine that? So as a, always You want to talk about how Blacken's made, Dwayne? You found it the first time. Yeah, I found it
1: the first time. The Blacken, um, the blended whiskey was made with uh, Metallica. They play their music. There was a Bose designed the sound system, that plays the music into the barrel. Each barrel has its own set. So the theory is the different set and different vibrations from the different songs create a different flavor right. i personally i bought a second bottle of blackened and i haven't got to try it yet back to back so i'll just i'll bring it back that'll be another evening i'll bring both bottles both barrels and we can do a side-by-side taste and test i have
2: a third barrel to bring too okay so we can yeah. see if
1: there is a difference between right. the two to two barrels so that's so, the, the story behind so it. this
0: is part of the playlist for that bottle right there it's good song. Uh, what's great is you can uh, go to spotify or apple music and they have the playlist already uploaded, so you can listen to the playlist as you're sampling the bourbon, which I would love to do, but somebody's got the bottle, wow. in.
3: <laughs> and he won't give it up. <laughs> <He's> just,
4: <laughs> it's not bourbon; it's a rye. It's a rye, rye, it's a rye whiskey. It's a rye. Yes,
1: I like the color of that. I mean, it's a real. So
0: that's the also awesome part of it. So it's finished differently. It's finished very rich. Looking and one. yeah, I gotta pull that up. I had it all up here. Madeira casks it's finished in. So it's not your standard bourbon barrel, right? So here we go. So I guess, oh man. I
1: Let's see the crack that bottle in. Yeah,
0: that's got a childproof thing on it. I may not get, be able to get it open. <laughs> so this just came out in September. Uh, it's a limited edition. Oh, oh look at that. Out. Oh. <laughs> you
2: couldn't have faked that if you tried. <laughs> that
0: was the real McCoy. <laughs> that was it, brother. Okay, for, so. for that stuff.
2: So, uh, Mr. Gardner, Mike, yes. I'd like to ask you a question because I don't know. I tried Willet bourbon here a while back with uh, another guest we had on. Loved it. I thought it was great bourbon. All
3: right. It, uh, are let, we talking? Let, me, let me pause I here can, a second. Okay. Are you sure it was a Willet bourbon? Yep. Or was it a Willet Rye? I don't know. I need to. I know it was a Willet. I'm, well, I'm gonna, I'm Rye gonna tell you,
0: it MGP. Was, it was,
2: it
3: was probably a Willet Rye.
2: Okay. Uh, one of our guests brought it. It was really good.
3: I've been trying to get a Willet Bourbon for ten years. Okay. And I don't have it yet.
0: Okay. Yeah. So the Willet I checked a lot of the Ryes. Willet included are MGP products. So we're gonna do this right. So we're gonna smell it. Well, you forgot. What
4: We've got the experts over here with us. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Mary. Here. I
0: forgot Reuben's glass. Terry, he forgot Mary my
4: glass. and Terry. Terry's right there, right behind you. Uh, oh, so wow. the
0: question is, did I really forget your glass?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Man,
3: I hold out on me, gentlemen and ladies. ladies cheers. has
0: got a good nose on it.
3: Yes, it does.
4: Yeah, that's good. That's good stuff right there. Oh wow, some good rye whiskey right there. You don't?
0: I definitely taste the rye in this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's
4: not. It's not crazy sharp. But no. It's, it's it's there. Yeah, but it's yeah. there. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Stuff. That's good. <laughs> Isn't it
1: amazing how our and, taste has changed just in a few months? <laughs>
2: that's got a great flavor. <laughs> to to it. Yeah, it's yeah. got yeah. multiple flavors to and it. And you
3: guys would matured, have would have matured. never have drank no. the proof that this is. Yeah. Can, on. can
0: you guess what the proof is, Dwayne?
1: Oh, I'm guessing it's probably I 115. 109. Yeah, 109. 109.
0: Almost 110.
1: Yeah, it's yep. you can I mean, it's you can taste. It's amazing.
0: That. So, so even like the Yellowstone that we tasted last week was 110. So it's yep. we're ever since the tasting of you guys yeah. took us on <laughs> uh, yes thank
3: you too again it's all my fault blame me <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> it was the yellowstone tasting where they had the same barrel different proofs different proofs, and i found it's myself a, liking yeah. the, the higher, higher proof. proof yeah it was a better is, taste on a lot yeah, of them. Exactly. this is
3: very good yep.
2: it's a, it has a lot of different flavors i could really pull the cinnamon out of it
3: oh yeah
1: absolutely yeah,
3: yeah.
2: i it's it's good it's uh, that is really mary really
0: good. what do you think
1: she likes it i mean this doesn't need a a, a chunk of ice or nothing this is just
3: good <laughs> <laughs> it, uh,
0: <clears throat> on a, it is very on sweet on a yeah. cold
3: winter
4: night oh yeah. Hey, Duny, yeah
0: you know what it's raining tomorrow
4: you know it goes <laughs> close enough. it goes really well <laughs> it goes really well with the music yeah, yeah it it does. Does.
0: so once again if you're out there it's the black and it's you're gonna have a tough time getting it so it's the black and by will it um so, it is produced by Willett, but is aged at... See, there's a bunch of amber. things. there. sweet amber stilling It does the aging. So, Well, this is very good. Very good. I think I like it better. I definitely like it. It's not that I didn't like the original Blacken. Oh, yeah, this is This better. is just, yeah, it's just... This is different. different. A lot smoother and...
1: Well, and it's just different.
0: Right. I mean, it's, but
2: it's got a ton of flavors in it. Yeah. It really
1: does. But
0: there's not a burn
1: in it. It's no, just it's good. good. Yeah. For that much proof...
0: So, we should drop an ice cube in it. Just. It's got a, a, it's got a great yeah. red it. Hey, Mr. Montag, can you just Metallica. bring that up? I, I, oh, he's on what, it. He's, he's got on. every
1: Metallica playing in the background. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hurts. it's like Jeff said, this is the perfect bourbon for the music.
3: So, when we were in Kentucky on the barrel pick... <clears throat> you guys figured it out that everybody's related to everybody.
0: Yes. yes. Right. And, yeah. and all, all the distilleries are all,
3: all connected. connected. So the master distiller that came up with Blacken was Dave Picker. Correct. And Dave Picker was the master distiller at maker's, maker's Mark, and brought them from a 175 barrel a year company to a million barrels a year company. So he made them, they put, he put them on the map. Um,
0: yeah, I mean this is. So for folks that don't know, so Metallica and Pickerel had got this idea, put oh, it all wow. together. They met with a distiller in California, and That's good. basically right after they met with him and cut the deal, Pickerel passed away. Passed away. So that was unfortunate, but you know the blacking goes on.
2: I'm sorry, did you say Pickerel
1: passed away? Yeah, yeah 62. Yeah. yeah. This is delicious. Well, the ice. I didn't know if the ice was going to make it better, but it doesn't hurt it. It doesn't hurt
3: it,
4: but um,
3: the, the, it doesn't need it. though. The very first tasting no. I went to, Dave Becker, I'll put it on. Oh wow! And I got to meet him, and he knew more than I ever could even fathom.
0: So speaking of wow. facts, speaking of facts on bourbon. So what makes a bourbon a bourbon?
4: It's got to be fifty for fifty-one percent corn at least.
0: Okay, next
1: Has
4: to be in Kentucky
1: No, wrong
0: no. I'm, I'm going to be testing you guys For here US. What the heck?
1: Has, has, to
4: to
2: be be,
1: has, has to be brewed in a barrel oak barrel Brand new oak barrel Charred Char- Char- oak Yep Charmed. What else? Am I forced to drink another one since I made <laughs> no, one wrong? Well, <laughs> this is, yeah,
2: is going to be <laughs> 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 Next There's a minimum age of Yes
0: So guess what? That's not true Mm, So here's what I want to tell you. No. So everybody says there's a minimum age of two years is what they'll tell you. That's only if it's straight whiskey. Straight bourbon. Yeah, a straight list. Yeah. yeah. This, Otherwise, the resistance. This is what we deal no? with every
1: week. He has all the answers, and we get we always get it wrong and look yeah. like you know. Well, we it's going like
0: to get worse. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. It's, it's here because a he bit.
1: studies and <laughs> doesn't tell <laughs> us. So he,
4: he he sent out he sent out this like agenda, but it has none of this. <laughs> he's, the, he's the Ken Jennings of the I, podcast. I think, I think
0: it says item three says what makes bourbon bourbon, and are you sure? So, what else to make it a bourbon? Actually, there's a big long list. So, but we'll start with. 51% corn. Yep. Oak charred
2: barrel.
0: Oak charred yep. barrels.
2: Plus two years of... No, no that's, that's wrong.
0: Totally Come on, Ruben. Is we it we whiskey found or bourbon? We said whiskey or bourbon. No, bourbon. bourbon. Okay. It doesn't... A, straight, okay. A, a bourbon is a whiskey. Okay. Right. So it's whiskey's gotta,
2: not bourbon. Not right.
0: all. Not all whiskey right. is bourbon. Right. But to be classified as a straight whiskey, it's got to be at least two years. Right. And if it's under four, it has to blatantly say on the label it's under a four-year. Okay. Most, uh, in fact, you won't find you won't fine. find one up there because your taste comes from the barrel. Right. I mean, that's where the flavoring comes from. So, all right. So that's the three things we'll we'll say for now. Next podcast, we'll go into a couple more. Oh right. my uh, god! Tiktok, well,
2: Tiktok,
3: we're drinking rye.
1: So
0: <laughs> we're drinking a lot. This is a ride. Yeah, this, this is, is a rye. A, this
1: is very oh, good. good. Thank you, You're Mike welcome. and Terry. This is delicious. absolutely,
0: absolutely. So, moving, Abouted you guys, right ge- away when I saw that, we're getting spoiled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to
2: verify that last Willet that we had here. I can't remember who brought it, was... it, Curtis. Uh,
0: Chris uh, Gilman brought it. Yeah. I bet you it was a It's arrived. not here because he
1: took it back with it. Yeah, well, I thought he so, left that one. It was a sure? right. Okay, I thought he put it on the shelf.
0: No, no he, took he took it with it. Oh. No. Curtis, you need to bring it back.
2: Curse in fact, me. we were on the way to Key West, and I found the, at the Cincinnati Airport, had it. And I wanted to buy it and bring one back. And, I, and I, we come back, and I forgot to grab it. Uh, but they sold it <coughs> in the airport.
0: All right. So, our next topic.
2: <laughs> Space. The
1: final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations, to boldly go where no man has gone before.
0: Oh, there you go. Boy, that's, that's old, old school. Good job, too, man. So cool. that's old school because Thank you. two the days old- ago, James Tiberius Kirk, became the oldest man to enter space at the age yes. of 90. Wow. William Shatner. Um, I don't made, care what about that is
4: just cool. That is pretty that cool.
0: cool. I'll <laughs> tell you what's, what the coolest thing about it yeah. was, is I watched it, you know, afterwards on YouTube and all the places. Yeah. So all the other people are doing flips and all kind of stuff. Yeah. He's, he's just, looking at the Earth and his words are,
2: wow. Wow. Yeah. That's
0: right. the Earth. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Uh, and
2: his comments were awesome. I mean, he had like a revolutionary moment. He's like, oh my, you know. He, he. I think he felt like he touched something. did not you? Yeah, I think he, so too. Oh I yeah, so. I think
4: it's you know it's one of those things that yeah you know, he the feeling the feelings he had. I think any of us would have in a situation oh, like that. So, right. you know, you go you go back through times where you had something happen and it was just that, that euphoric moment. And yes. I, I'll tell you one of mine sim- that would probably the one I can think of that I would be si- it would be similar for me or as close to that for me yep. was standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon and looking down in <coughs> yes. that yes. monster yes. and going wow. 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 Yeah. Me. Yeah. I mean it made the hair stand up on me. I mean be quite honest with you it made me tear up just a little bit because I'm thinking this is unbelievable and if you've never been there on the edge of that makes you that, feel small oh, oh i know. You, know you look over so it, just imagine uh, imagine that's you know a hundred times you know. for right. what uh for what you know he felt well and he know, spent
2: his entire career and Ed, and and all of his acting was around space so and he finally well, got to experience
0: yeah. well not only that but Star Trek as a whole and we talked about it in one of our first podcasts we talked about movies and TV yeah, we Star did. Trek uh, w- a lot of the things that were in Star Trek and Star Trek <laughs> were carried, <laughs> drew people to the whole space idea it did. you know right. the yeah, first I mean. space shuttle was called Enterprise. Yeah, that's right, the
1: enterprise. Uh, look at the, the transponders, or they're not the so transponder, but to, their first yeah. communicator. So what did it look like? Cell the phones. The first flip phone. Like a flip phone. First phone, yeah, phone. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean,
0: tricorders. I mean, yeah. they got all kind of things that that are derivatives. Now, they are. when they get that, here's the deal. We need the damn transporter
4: that ain't no then, I, it, can't it, wait. I was
0: thinking the same we can tell legion Airlines to kiss our butt <laughs> 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 we got
2: to ourselves to Key West anytime man
0: <laughs> but i think it's just so cool there's a whole generation that doesn't really know who he is uh, yes. as far as his contributions well, and probably
4: I, I, Ruben touched on it if you saw them talking to him after he got out of there and he's standing outside and just that was you know, for all the acting he's done, that right there, that was a real moment and he was yeah. I mean, he was absolutely just overwhelmed. He saw he overwhelmed.
2: what he's quote, he saw life on earth and he saw death in the dark. Yeah. And for him to think about that, I mean you think this guy he spent his entire career acting in a show that was strictly around something he got to see at the first time at that age of 90.
0: 90 well, years old. And you got to think too,
1: you know, as we all get older, you start thinking of your life and different. I mean, he's at the yes, close, you know, at ninety years old, you're you're at your peak there. So you got to be thinking he- that had to be playing through his mind too. That my God, you know, here, you know, like you said, I've had this career, I've right. had all this thing. And he's still sharp as a tack, but then to be able to get to do that. Before you know, you leave he's this. He's almost world. come full circle, right? Right. We're right. you know what do you how do you top that? <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you do. It. And, and you know, I mean, I, even all that put together, the fact that the man's ninety. Right. right.
1: I mean, right. for me,
0: right away, I'm like, if he's ninety, good God, I, I'm definitely getting old. <laughs> right. right. Well,
2: right. that too. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, yeah. and again, because he was young with us, right? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you
0: realize that the year 2000 wasn't just a couple of years ago it yeah. was 20 years ago 20 years 21 died. years
1: right. ago yeah <laughs> the world was going to end wasn't it oh yeah, yeah, it it right yeah now. but look be. at
4: look at the technology that i mean the get him up there for a few hours and then land him safely back you know when we were kids watching watching nasa send guys up oh, and back yeah. and it was cool yeah. yeah it was like you know it was
2: you know it's a something risk, to think
4: about. big big risk
2: we all feel this way about how we're excited for him. How do you think Jeff Bezos feels? He's yeah. guy to helped make it happen. Yeah, well, he's going to
0: make awesome. it happen for a lot more people. And sure. quite honestly, awesome. folks like Jeff and Elon Musk are what's making the space program yes. happen now right, right, in right. conjunction with NASA. When private. NASA was all government-funded, there were so many, I don't want to say much red tape, but there was. I mean, now you have private individuals who have – Different thought processes, different ideals, and financial. Backing. And look, we have two private companies now making flights into space. Yeah.
4: Well, We're, don't forget the, ver, uh, uh, Virgin, Air. Virgin Air. yeah. Well, you know,
2: 20 years ago, they said space is not going to be a future unless you private, unless the private right. can yeah. get in there involved in it. The, and because the, the competition drives for future, right? And I, I yes. think that's what it is. The it's amazing
1: great. thing to me is where they're bringing the rockets back and landing them oh that's incredible! Uh, the first time i saw that when they landed it on a oh, ship in the Falcon ocean Heavy was amazing it's like it oh my god you, you know to they think they're bringing this thing back down and right. landing right. it. right just you know not not it. just getting it just up there it down. yeah just bring it back down. and on a ship in the ocean moving <laughs> moving moving okay i right. and i know why they did it there they could say because if it fails it's not going to hurt anything oh great and I think then the first one they well, missed. the, the three, yeah. three but first one the missed. three
2: returned. Two hit the ground. One went to the went went to the floating pad and missed. Right, but but, but still, still the trajectory
1: correct. They got it close, and okay. then they did it. And it's like, That's oh my god, that is just amazing.
0: Yeah. The whole thing's amazing. All right, guys, it's time to take a short break because we got sponsors. And we got to take care of them. Awesome. But when we come back, we're going to talk about one of my favorite holidays. We'll be right back. Across the line.
2: 1524.
0: Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out hometown radio USA the best independent music hits from yesterday hits from today podcasts, and so much more hometown radio USA you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play hometown radio USA reimagining radio and coming to you and your hometown you know It's about time to restock the rusted nail speakeasy with some fine liquors. There's only one place we go for that. When we're in Brookville, we shop at Tebby's. Liquor store downtown Brookville, Indiana on Main Street. They have a selection of beer, wine, liquors, vodkas, your seltzers, whatever you want right here in Brookville, Indiana. Give them a shout. Stop in and say hi. Now, if you're out towards Batesville, Indiana check out Batesville Liquor Co. They've got a huge selection. They're in what used to be a grocery store. Now it's filled with alcohol. They've got selections of bourbons, selections of wines, vodkas, whiskeys, you name it. They've got it. Located in Batesville, Indiana. So whether you're in Batesville or Brookville, we got two spots for you to hit. Check them out. Tebby Liquor's in Brookville and the Batesville Liquor Company out in statesville indiana telling the cross the line 1524 crew all right we're back here with cross the line 1524 i'm alan stanger with dwayne
3: bischoff jeff monte ruben hunt and mike gardner
0: and our friends at table 12 come on there we go they're too busy drinking <laughs> We always we always have a good time, but it seems like our times are escalated when Mike and Terry Gardner are yeah, yeah, here. <laughs> they bring so, treats. So while we, we were... After toys. we did our last taste test and while we were talking about James Tiberius Kirk, Terry was up here pouring little shots of maple bourbon cream
1: made by hard, hard,
0: truth, hard truth, out of truth, truth Nashville maple. Indiana
1: a little liqueur nice. so we met
0: the folks from hard truth good guys. good guys so we're going to eventually make our way there do a podcast with them very good and uh, it'll be a good time good time
1: all I know is I see a hard truth maple bourbon cream liqueur float with some ice cream and maybe a little root beer with oh, it. Man, pour that over French vanilla
2: ice cream. That'd be good oh. stuff. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. It. Open a shop right now.
1: Oh, my God. goodness. Oh, yeah. That's good. An adult, can't, adult ice cream oh, store. So <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I was working in the lab late one
3: night when my eyes
1: beheld
0: an So we're going to talk right. about <laughs> my one, of fa- one of my, my favorite holidays. Christmas is my favorite. Hey, 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 oh, hey, somebody, hey, hey,
1: hey. Hey, hey, table 12 just, just stole our bottle. Stole the bottle. <laughs> what the?
0: <laughs> Be careful, they might steal a podcast before it's over. Yeah. But coming up, we have the holiday of Halloween. 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 Oh, so I does anybody want to take a stab at how the yeah. Halloween started? holiday of Halloween, it started. Yeah. Any and guesses? I knew, hol- this, s- I
4: knew this once upon a time, but I'm going to give up. Dwayne? I, I actually did a little research. Oh, I he's think. looking. He's <laughs> looking. You're, no,
1: I had it on my phone, but it was actually in... Um, uh, the Irish started it, and I was reading briefly on it. We didn't get our homework assignment until late, and I was busy, so... I didn't get to spend a lot of time on it um but i do know it was ireland started it and there's a lot more into it than
0: yeah i and, thought and i'm i gotta take a break because all my stuff on halloween is in my truck
4: i'll be <laughs> right back all right here at the speakeasy it's the we're, we're back here where
0: we're talking about the origins of halloween what? so halloween is when october 31st every year
1: that's right Hello.
0: And it used to be, growing up, we went trick or treat on, on October 31st. We didn't go the 30th, that's the 28th. Right. That's right. We didn't, it didn't matter if it was a Monday, a Sunday, a Tuesday, or Wednesday. Rain, when you snow, or whatever. That's yeah. when we trick-or-treated. That's right. Not, and there wasn't trunk-or-treat. <laughs> no. It was trick-or-treat. Yeah, Thank now it's
4: scheduled. You. I get tired of that. All right. Thank you. Yeah. So the, and there was a lot more tricking going on back then. Yeah, there I was. Thing, that's that's all, what made that's it a treat. Another, That's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> so...
0: The, the, tradition started, probably safe, aren't we? Probably. the tradition or, or originated in the ancient Celtic festival of Salmon. when people would like bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory Third designated November, November 1st as All Saints' Day.
2: Yep.
0: All Saints incorporated some of the traditions of the Saman. Uh, the evening before, and it was known as All Hallows Eve, and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved to a day of activities like trick or treating, jack- carving jack, o lanterns We've had too many whiskey tastings. That's <laughs> okay,
2: brother. <laughs> Festive you did fine.
0: gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats. So the ancient origins, the Celtic festival of Samhain, actually pronounced Sowen, um, was two thousand years ago, mostly in the area that now is Ireland. The United Kingdom and Northern France. So it was in conjunction with the new year, which started on November first. So we'll skip some of this stuff. It gets. It talks about the droids and not the droids. The The droids, droids. Droids. We don't like droids.
1: Droids were ruling two thousand years ago. Droids. So I mean, this goes. Druids. It's droids. Alan said it, so it's droids.
0: So in forty three A.D., the Roman Empire conquered the Celtic territories. So now it was all combined into a Celtic celebration. Um, all Saints Day, actually it all the whole All Saints thing started back May 13th, uh, 60980 by Pope Boniface IV. Okay. All the 4th. That's some stuff there. So I'm so just so going to say it right
4: a, I'm going to say it right here right now. I've just learned more about Halloween than I really cared to know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And this isn't
1: just, this isn't just your drinking bourbon show. This no. is an educational show yeah. okay. to fizzle so, to death. Celebration Day,
0: right? in ho- uh, for Halloween was limited in the, the colonial right? New England because of the rigid Protestant belief system there. That's much more common in Maryland. This is after the colonies came over, you know, mm-hmm. started colonies. Yep. Right. Uh, uh, here's a little known fact we're just going to stick in there. Did oh. you know? More people, especially millennials, are buying costumes for their pets.
2: Yeah. I, I do know that because. So twenty in
0: 2018, 20% of millennials bought costumes for their pets.
4: So, let me ask you something. When you were kids, did you ever buy a costume for any of your pets? Absolutely no. not. No. No. Just curious. No.
2: No, we have a. A hey, hey, two-point-five billion-dollar enterprise
1: now. Right? So, uh, <laughs> oh,
0: think about it. Trick-or-treating. When do you think that started? Nineteen forty-three, late eighteen hundreds. You're you're close though. I was getting. I, a, I'm doing a cliff notes. Hey, here. you were a couple thousand years was ago. Say, so I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm that you were inside a, of a.
4: You were inside of a hundred years. Hey, I was pretty good.
1: That's when you started trick-or-treating.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wait a minute. I am the youthful exuberance of this. Exuberance.
0: What are some of you guys' good Halloween memories growing up? I mean, Gotta I have some. Well, you know, I, oh,
1: I have some good ones. Yeah, I mean, mine I have a very simple one, and, and I was thinking about this on the way down here actually, because where we grew up on 46, there wasn't. I mean, our houses weren't very close, so we did. You know, you go to the neighbors, but down the street from us was my cross the street neighbors' mom and dad. And when we were kids, we'd ride down the hill, and my neighbor's dad always sat at the window. And even in the summertime, we'd ride down the hill and just coast up to the window and chat with him and and then go on our way well you know trick-or-treating come and they were elderly so didn't have a lot of visitors and so that was our point you know mom would always say hey make sure you go down go down to the orbit so we'd go down there well then my brothers were all getting older there was a couple years where my mom and kai kind of you know got something dressed up just to go down there right Cause it meant as much to them it does. as right. it did to me and i didn't right. care what i got because like i said we'd go down there in the summer you know if it was a nice day and his windows open we'd ride down the hill hey you know what are you doing and just chat for a minute and then off we go so back doing whatever we were doing so i mean that's a i mean that's a memory it's stuck for a long a, time and you know, like i said it meant as much or more to them than it did to it's us it's a great and, memory you know right
4: jeff how about you the rest were illegal I don't know if I have a particular one. I mean, again, uh, where I grew up, I had to go to, you know, Brookfield to trick or treat. There wasn't any trick or treating out where I lived, right. and uh, and uh, when I was younger, our church, along kind of paired up with a couple other churches, and they would have a, a Halloween party for the kids yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, one in particular, I was probably six or seven. My oldest brother Joe was in in uh, in the army uh, during Vietnam. And he happened to be home, but not, and the, fa- the family knew he was home, but no, none of the neighbors or anything knew he was home. So he, he came to the church Halloween party as a cardboard box. So <laughs> That's Joe. So, now listen, yeah, it's a cardboard box, and I knew he was in there. And so there's this box, like, walking around the room. Now you can imagine he's in a squat inside this box, and you can see a flashlight, like, shining floor floor. out from under. So if you know my brother Joe, he always had a book. So he's at the Halloween party in this box, in a squat, reading, reading a book. A book. <laughs> well, there's until, a, what else the, do you do in a box by yourself? <laughs> well, if you, like I said, if you're like him, you always had a book. So so anyway, I, re, I remember that. But, yeah, I mean... Um, some good Halloween parties, and then you know when we were teenagers and stuff. Some good, uh, good haunted houses that uh, that we went to.
0: So the cat ball um, just went off next to
4: So <laughs> I didn't see it. Yep. yep. Hey Benjamin. So that that's kind of it for me. It's nothing nothing super specific, but
0: that's cool. Yeah. Now and especially since I know Joe, I just can see that. they just in there reading the book while he's walking around. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's just funny. Yeah. Mike,
0: how about you?
3: I mean, I have vague memories early on that were fun after that in high school man, i still probably can't talk about it
1: <laughs> <laughs> huh? we'll just let that at that
2: yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah yeah i'm kind of with you on a few of those too yeah. right. ruben
2: <laughs> well i you know, i remember uh, halloween as a kid being the only time of the year we really got anything from candy and stuff we didn't get a lot uh, so, you know, I, I, what I missed about is I grew up in a small town, Cedar Grove, outside of Cedar Grove, which is very small, and, and uh, I remember I always liked the places where you go where the people actually made you come in, and you had to either bob for apples or get uh, corn balls or, or something like that, caramel. And I remember, you know, certain families that always gave us the same thing. In fact, there's still a family in Cedar Grove. If we take the grand or grandkids out, I always stop there because they always make the caramel corn balls, right? And uh, family since I was a kid. But you, you know, that was the way it was when I was a, when I was a kid. And I grew up in someone, you know, mediocre means and stuff. So you didn't get a lot. But I remember times at trick or treating in Brookville as a kid, we would take pillowcases and be full.
4: Oh, completely yeah. full oh, yeah. of candy. Oh, yeah. And
2: you know, you yeah. remember those days and then you go back and go, God, we that was so much fun back then, right? Yeah. So now, I mean, we trick or treat not like my son lives in town, so we all go to his house and like trick or treat is like a party, right? We sit up on the count we put tables out and we get all that stuff. But in the little town of Cedar Grove is like adult trick-or-treat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you can take your kids around trick or treat or trick or treat in the Cedar Grove. And in almost all the houses, they have a table set up with chili and hot dogs and adult beverages for everybody and for the (laughs) kids. And it's a great time. And uh, so I always call Cedar Grove the adult trick-or-treat town. It's a good time. But I remember some of those days. It's a lot of good times. But uh, it's good stuff, though.
0: Yeah, so I grew up in Logan. And at the time, when I grew up there, there wasn't much there. And, you know, we'd go to a couple houses next door to go trick-or-treating. But one year, the folks that lived a couple houses down stopped and they had a couple kids older than me and said hey we're going to take you trick-or-treating so they had just opened a subdivision up in Brighton, indiana the lone subdivision <laughs> at the time in Brighton, indiana oh
2: i remember that yeah right. so
0: we went trick-or-treating and i'll never forget i mean i had like a, a pillowcase full right. of candy and i think it took me like two months to eat it all oh, yeah. Yeah. but <laughs> right. i mean right. that was just and then i think when i got older it was uh, when i took my kids trick-or-treating to see you yeah. know right. that was a big deal uh you know to see them dress up go get the candy you know then sort through the candy and and two boys so some of them like this candy but not this and they'd swap candies back and forth and i'd find it you know behind the bed about july the stuff that hadn't gotten (laughs) eaten (laughs) but it's uh it was all good it was all good so
2: you know it's funny you know, Alan, you remember those days, and I remember those days, but kids don't get to experience that. You know, you made it a point, like Dwayne said, you made it a point to go see certain people. Right. And you really did. I mean, it's like, you know, I'm going down to the Richmond family because, you know, I know they're giving popcorn balls, right? Right, right. or they're right. making car-
0: real right. caramel
1: right. apples. You know, When's the
0: apples? last time you guys had a real caramel apple? Oh, it's been forever. I remember when they came out with those, and I think they still have them, the wraps you yeah, the put wraps. around yeah. them. Yeah, oh, put yeah. In the yeah. I mean, yeah. that was the coolest thing in the world. Well, yeah.
1: My my Aunt my aunt Betty down the other way on the street always made homemade carameled apples yes. so i mean we made sure you went down that way because usually there wasn't a lot of kids going around and she made way too many so we'd usually get more than right. one so yeah that was one of them you always made sure you went down to Harry Hurst, but now i mean who the as sad as the world is you don't trust it anymore right you know yeah. it's safe? Right. you know you don't now then you knew everybody that you either were related to them or you knew them and you it was know, a
2: lot safer you could we had alan mentioned at the beginning of this that trick-or-treat is supposed to be on the halloween night right yes i remember a few years back i'll let you guys do or not but the town of brookville a certain subdivision, said that they're not going to do that they're going to have trick-or-treat on their own night well that got around everybody and that subdivision got bombarded Bomb. oh. for trick-or-treats and uh yeah i i mean bombarded Bad because they were only going to have their own trick or treat. And they only wanted their own kids. They didn't want anybody else coming. And guess what? Everybody showed up, and so it was pretty funny. But the trick or treat—if you did it all one night—supposed to be on Halloween. Supposed to be fun. Adults supposed to be involved, and you should have a good time.
1: rain snow whatever didn't matter.
0: Yeah, that's that.
2: right, it didn't matter. I love it.
0: Well, good deal, good deal. You know, it just—it's you gotta have fun like that. You gotta that's have right. fun like you that. do. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're going to, when we come back, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the origin of jack o lanterns Guys, remember Bobby's carving pumpkins? Oh, yeah.
4: Great time.
0: So, we're going to talk about that when we get back. Cross the line,
4: 1524.
0: Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody, from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15-24 to get your 10% discount today. sale Hemp. Go check them out. Hey, y'all. This here's Big Bub again. I'd like to tell you about one of our other services we offer. It's the big Bubba's ghost busting services. That's right. You might have a wayfaring spirit, maybe some poltergeist guys flying around. Maybe just a green slimy ball and you need to get rid of it. Just give us a call. We'll get our pitchforks, our scope shovels, throw the cattle racks on the truck and we'll take care of it for you. We actually just bought some new equipment straight off of eBay. We got us one of them there proton packs, along with a mini ecto containment unit. We're not quite sure how to use those yet, but we were told if you have those, you ain't ever afraid of no ghosts. That's right, give us a call. Big Bubba's Ghost Hunting Services. Big Bubba's Ghost Hunting Services. Not licensed in the United States? Please make sure you sign all the waivers and forms. Good luck. So we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with
1: Dwayne Bischoff,
3: Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunts, Mike Gardner.
0: And we're talking Halloween, and we're going to talk about the origin of jack-o'-lanterns. I mean, that was that was the, always the, all the fun thing, too. Oh, yeah. And it was fun when I was a kid, and even more fun when I was an adult and helping my kids carve them out, you know. Yeah. It's So any guesses of where the origins, and I know Dwayne's looking on his phone right now, origins Cheater. of jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> Oh, you're allowed to cheat on this one. The practice of decorating jack-o'-lanterns originated in Ireland, where large turnips and potatoes served as the early canvases. In fact, the name jack-o'-lantern comes from an Irish folktale about a man named Stingy Jack. How about that?
4: Huh. Stingy Jack. That's Stingy
0: Jack. I don't want to tell you the story about Stingy Jack. Well, I was going to say, I what want does to know Steve
4: more do? about Stingy Jack?
1: Stingy. Stingy.
0: Stingy. Stingy Jack. Stingy. Stingy. Stingy Jack. Stingy. The legend of Stingy Jack. Not like Billy Jack, Stingy Jack.
2: No hat required.
0: There you go. People have been making jack lanterns at Halloween for centuries. The practice originated from an Irish myth about a man nicknamed Stingy Jack. According to the story, Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him. True to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink, so he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack could use to buy the drink. Once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it in his pocket next to a silver cross, which pre- which prevented the devil from changing it back into his original form.
2: So he stayed a pretty pretty smart. pretty
0: smart. Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he would not bother Jack for one year and that should Jack die, he would not claim his soul. The next year, Jack again tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit. While he was in the tree, Jack carved a sign of the cross in the tree's bark so the devil could not come down until the devil promised Jack not to bother him for another ten more years. Wow. He's pretty There's pretty There's more. Soon after, though, Jack died. As the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven. The devil, upset by the tricks Jack had played on him, and keeping his word not to claim his soul, would not allow Jack into hell. So he sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal in a carved-out turnip and has been roaming the earth ever since. The Irish began to refer to this ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern and then simply Jack-o'-lantern. That's how it all got started. That's a great story. Yeah, so who would have thought, you know? So don't, don't, you know... That's de- what, no, it's a great story. God wouldn't let him in. The devil wasn't allowed to.
2: You know, that should be told to a lot of the youth today so they would understand what that is. I think it's a great that's story. That's pretty cool. It pretty is. Cool. Pretty cool.
0: It is. Well, I've got some other information here.
2: Imagine I wanted, that.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> well, Alan,
2: they're really on you tonight. So, I, I mean, wait, wait. Before, before you
4: jump into that, here's, here's what I... Do you see how pro we're getting at this? Because Alan started this, this part up. And two of us didn't even have our ear earphones on. <laughs> eight. And we did not miss a BB. <laughs> Un- yep.
0: Mike and I were completely a minute, uh, in a conversation. A minute, unlike last week, week when, we, when we went around and introduced everybody, and somebody was on his cell phone, didn't even hear us talking. He had his headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's how it went I'm Alan Stanger. Dwayne Bishaw, Jeff Montag. Click, clock, click, and then silence.
2: I had a lot of issues last week, I admit. Then he goes, it
4: was like a, oh, I'm
0: sorry.
1: (laughs) I was on my phone. No.
0: Oh, it's all good. Uh, You guys will like this. Uh, A couple of you will. This is about honey. I'm on part of a a food group with the Sugar Shack and all that kind of stuff. So part of this story is an older story, a couple years old, but then it's been updated. Uh, And people are going to be shocked. If you listen to the commercial we have online about honey, uh, it's uh, Hoosier Creek Farm. And at the end of the commercial, I say, how do you know if it's real honey if you don't don't know know the the beekeeper? beekeeper. So a new testing method revealed nearly half the honey sold in Australia. One of the world's largest exporters of honey is diluted with cheap sweeteners like rice syrup, wheat syrup, and sugar beet syrup. Yep. 12 of the 28 honey samples taken from grocery stores around the country tested In a reputable lab in Germany, turned out to be mostly some form of cheap sugar syrup, not honey. The scary thing is all these honey brands had passed official government purity test. There's a new test out now that they can test it a little bit further. While 28 of the samples passed official government C4 sugar test, only 14 passed a new NMR test. It goes in a little bit farther. In 2018, a study found an additional 27% of Australian honey brands had been watered down with cane sugar or corn syrup using the traditional C4 testing methods. It also says it's 76%. We're going to talk about our country. A lab analysis showed that 76% of honey sold in the United States had no pollen in it, indicated... What's that mean, guys? It's
4: been processed. Well, it means it's it's been... Extreme filtered, sure, and yes. the reason the reason they do that is to that you can't genetically tell where this stuff came from. That's right. Right. right, right. And no so pollen. They can
1: blend
0: and con, end up indicating it probably sourced illegally from China, which yep. is diluted with cheap sweeteners and contains illegal antibodies. Yep. Well, seventy-six percent of the grocery stores and one hundred percent of samples from drug stores and fast food restaurants contain no pollen. Yeah. Removal of all pollen from honey makes no sense," said the president of the American Honey Producers Association. Elimin- "Elimination of pollen can only be achieved by ultra-filtering, and this filtration process does nothing but cost money and diminish the quality of the honey. One ounce of raw, unfiltered honey contains approximately. You guys need to put this I on your that, Yeah. Twenty vitamins, eighteen amino acids, sixteen minerals, and a ton of antioxidants. And phytonutrients Raw honey is an antibacterial Antiviral And antifungal substance It's also highly nutritious It contains significant amounts of B2, B3, B5, B6 C, magnesium, potassium, calcium Sodium, chlorine, sulfur And phosphate And this is the, an advertisement For Indiana maple syrup Or Indiana honey producers <laughs> But it is amazing If you read all that stuff uh, and I, I know, like, if you go to KFC, they have honey there. You look oh, at it's it; it's garbage. It's garbage. It's, it's not garbage honey. It, it's just sugar water. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. And
4: if you go to a grocery store, even name brand honey. Well, that's what they're saying again. Right. So you know, Dwayne and I know this: that if you're if you're buying pure honey, pure local honey, you know, you're talking ten dollars a pound. And you know plus, the beekeeper. And right. uh, you go to the grocery store, and you're seeing that pound for five dollars and 59 cents there's a there's a big problem right, right. Mm-hmm. absolutely there's something isn't right so so yeah and again yeah a lot of people don't realize the benefits of uh pure raw honey um i mean to be honest with you a lot of that's been known for centuries but it's like a lot of things uh there's <laughs> there's not enough money in it there's a yeah, <laughs> Well, there's for the for the those for the yeah you know, for you know for the big industries right. that uh, right. that that need people to buy the other stuff, right? So, um, no, I appreciate that, Alan. Yeah, I had I had read that there were some new testing out, and, and yeah, it's it's just so it's at least as of a few years ago, the largest food crime ever in the United States involved. Honey, Honey. Yes. Right. And it had to do with honey coming from China through all kinds of other – I mean, it was being shipped from countries that do not even produce honey. Yes. And somehow it was showing up on the shores of the United States. Right. And – Right. Yeah, Netflix has a real good special on that. Great show.
1: Rotten is a great show. Very interesting. Yeah. But yeah, and and this
4: is not medical
1: advice. I'm not medically trained. So – but if you take – if you have a small cut and you have – that you know is real, true – pure honey put a drop of honey on your cut as you would antibiotic and be amazed at how well, fast your well,
4: cut the medical industry actually has um wound packs With that are, on them. are that, that are honey impregnated yeah. uh, for that right. same exact and in reason in fact
2: I, I mentioned my sister she had a very large burn on her forearm and she received those medical honey packs right. for her forearm
0: yeah. so and we should point out so it's a great anti-allergen, but you need to buy honey local to your area. That's so, right. uh, what is the
4: range of mileage? Is it, 30 to well, 40 miles it, I think it, it is. It, it kind of depends on the, the p- part of the country you live in. Our region, you probably in 100 miles probably because the flora doesn't Change, change that much, much yeah, here, so that, but if you're in an area, say <coughs> in Arizona, the the the, yeah, the, the altitude flora. changes quickly, the flora changes quickly, right, right. so you're going to have to narrow that down some.
0: I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, don't go to your major chain to buy honey because there's a good chance. First right. of all, it's not pure honey, and then 99% of chance that it's not going to be a locally sourced honey. Right. right. So go to your farmers market, your local. Of all things gas stations that's right home 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 stores, home stores we
2: sell raw local do you, honey. do yeah. you sell honey we do not sell honey
0: oh i know some guys i can hook you up yeah with. we can probably we hook you up yep so <laughs> we it's, can make that happen then. yeah yeah so it's some uh just like we talked about it on a couple podcasts about buying local when it comes to resources like honey and maple syrup because you know what you're getting that's right, uh, right. just like the honey, maple syrup in the stores, you don't know that you're getting pure maple syrup, and I almost guarantee you're not getting American maple syrup. Well, you're getting and, a blend,
4: at least on the, on the syrups in the stores, typically the ingredient list will, if you read it, if you take the time to read it, it's pretty clear it's not maple syrup. Right. Yeah. It's but with right. honey, but, but even with honey, because the testing wasn't there to be able to prove that it wasn't honey, they would often indicate that it was pure honey when it was nothing right. it was not right. even close right.
0: right so good deal anything else you guys want to talk about i mean it's been another great night at the speakeasy table 12 is just hitting it over there they
1: are they're going at this car game they've had I think they had the bottles empty yeah
0: we got more for them though because you know what we're going to do we're going to get done with this podcast and record another one because mr montag's gonna be gone for a week I know we're gonna have a halloween sort of jealous, party the man. one weekend we got to record a couple podcasts so for cross the line 1524 i'm alan stanger with dwayne bischoff
4: jeff montag ruben hunts
3: and mike gardner
0: and we'll see you next time hey what a great podcast we had we'd like to thank our friend mike gardner you know once again we have a, a great great tasting as well as a great time with him and his wife so the origins of Halloween, talked about Star Trek a little bit, Captain Kirk. Just a fun podcast. As usual, if you would, whatever app you're using, leave us a five-star rating. You leave a positive comment. That just helps push us up further in podcast searches. If you've got any questions for us? Shoot us a line at podcast at cross the line 1524. Or you can go to our Facebook page. And shoot us a little message there. So we're going to do a little something different here since we've got a little Halloween. I'm going to leave you with some Halloween music. But for Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Reuben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to the Halloween edition of Cross the Line 1524.
2: Yeah, the, rookie, the Adams Family, their house is a museum. When people come to see them, they really are a scream. The Addams Family.
4: Neat.
2: Sweet. Petite. So get a witch's shawl on, a broomstick you can crawl on. We're gonna pay a call on, The Adams Family.